0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from
1: seven.
2: Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants for all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk Tonight, Newark Town actually play on a Saturday. The lights go out for flow serve. Well, actually, they didn't even go on. Relegation worries are eased in Nottingham for the rugby players. And hopefully, Cup hockey for the ladies. That makes it time for all the news and all the gossip from the Sports Village, Lowfields, Callum Road, and the Magnus on the show where the stars tell you what went right and sometimes what went wrong on another weekend of local sport. And a special phone call to one of our favourite young stars who had a very early Christmas present on Saturday morning. I'm Mick Brad. Saturday morning? Sunday morning. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith, this is Radio Newark Sport and these are the headlines they're all going to be talking about. Newark Town at five on the road to extend their lead at the top of the Central Midlands North Division. Rhys-Lewis leading the way with a brace. All eyes now turn to that promotion six-pointer next Saturday at Dinnington. It's not quite winner-takes-all with a match just before Christmas. But I reckon if they can win at Dinnington, it's nearly time to put the champagne on ice. I bet the manager don't agree with me. The best Saturday of the season so far for Newark Rugby Club, with all three of their teams victorious. The first team's first victory since the opening day of the season saw them leapfrog their opponents and move 10 points clear of that dreaded drop. And back to football. And a welcome victory for Collingham. Two goals from Tommy Johnson helping the Villagers to a 4-1 win over Appleby-Frodingham, moving them up to 10th in the table. And Town and Southall City sit first and second in the not-senior league after big wins on Saturday. More from Dave on all the local matches coming up on Thursday. And what happened to FlowServe? As I said, the lights didn't even go on. An electrical fire over there in Colville land meant that most of the village was in the dark. And so were the FlowServe players. And finally, round four of the Knots Mini League. Not one we normally talk about on a Monday, but this is special. Victories for Amelia Crispin and for Joseph Monk. Joseph, of course, has had two years of injuries and illness. That's the early Christmas present. And that's why we're going to be talking to us very, very happy young man in about ten minutes' time. But before we do any of that, mr smith had to go christmas shopping on saturday afternoon because he couldn't watch his beloved flow serve um so we may as well talk about football now and it was the draw tony for the champions league today no less all right and manchester city will face real madrid liverpool have been drawn against atletico madrid chelsea will play bayern munich Ooh. While Tottenham played the league leaders from Germany, RB Leipzig. The other ties, Borussia Dortmund, will play Paris Saint-Germain and Napoli take on Barcelona. Um, for all those that was thinking Manchester City's now they've pretty much blown the league, was going to concentrate on the European
1: Cup, you've got a big test coming up, Man City fans. Mm, that's some cracking ties there. That, that's, that's That's a remarkable draw but i don't think real madrid are what they were no i i agree with you but they
2: again on current form nor manchester city
1: oh they played very well against arsenal
2: yeah that's arsenal (laughs) yeah that's true i mean come on (laughs) but brighton and southampton played arsenal off the park it's not difficult to play
1: well against arsenal but they did look good and arsenal looked shocking did you see Mesut Ozil when he walked off? Arsenal's look shocking for mums. Oh, dearie me. They've got severe problems. They're, they're talking to Mikel Arteta, by the way. Yeah. Um,
2: he's a very good coach. I don't think there's any doubt that he's a good coach. Mm. Is he a manager yet? He's going to one heck of a big club. He didn't look very happy at the Emirates on Sunday. <laughs> was it Sunday?
1: Sunday, yeah. I'm not sure I'd want to jump from <laughs> Manchester City into that mess. <laughs> His expressions seem to t- seem to agree with you. Yeah, I'm, no,
2: I, I'm not sure that <laughs> 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 that is the way to go for. It. But we'll say now. Well, it is that we've got four <coughs> teams into the last sixteen. How many teams are we going to get
1: into the last eight? I think and Liverpool and probably Manchester City. Um, but the others are looking tough aren't they I think Bayern Munich might be a step too far for Chelsea yeah and Bournemouth were uh, a step too far for Chelsea Leipzig are a good side yeah I was, I was really pleased with the way Bournemouth played on some uh, uh, the weekend because that was absolutely outstanding and the, when you consider that Bournemouth had nine players out and they have to go to Chelsea absolutely incredible result but um but Chelsea didn't look really up for it, and so if they're going to be playing like that in Europe, it's going to be a very short stay. So,
2: in the Mickey Mouse Cup, Manchester United, this is the sort of Europa League, which is for Mickey Mouse teams, so Manchester United (laughs) will be playing Club Bruges, Arsenal will be playing Olympiacos, and Wolves will play Espanyol. I bet Olympiacos
1: are are jumping and clicking the heels, aren't they? Especially by the way, Arsenal are playing at the minute. Celtic are playing uh, Copenhagen, Mm -hmm. while
2: Rangers come up against Portuguese side Braga. It might be a little bit warmer in Braga than it will be in Copenhagen. Yeah. I think there's some cracking matches coming up in both cups, so uh, I think both cups well worth um, keeping
1: an eye on. I think it's remarkable that Rangers and Celtic have got as far as they have yes they're normally out of these cups yeah. by august <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that, i think they're doing a remarkable job both steven gerrard and neil lennon absolutely like cracking jobs there
2: there's a picture here on the bbc website of manchester united winning the 2017 champions league against ajax that remind me that was the manager that was a failure wasn't he that won him, the europa league <laughs> uh, yeah 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 that was when they finished second in the league but he was a failure yeah yeah okay just um, in case i was uh deluded Which is a word I've been accused of being when it comes to Manchester United. Goodness knows why. No, I can't understand it either. I really cannot understand it. Let's do what we do know, what we're talking about, though, and try and find some local stories to tell you about in something that we call the Weekend Wrap, which means I've got to do this. (laughs) To the phone lines and do what we always do we start off with the blues of new York town and it uh, these days it be forced to mr joins for me to ruin his um nice cozy monday evening in to talk about um football but um three points but more importantly tony good evening by the way more importantly you played a game of football on grass
3: yeah exactly yeah it's um it turned out to be a good day for us in the end uh, it was certainly a fixture that we needed to be played uh, and after uh, a slow start, 15, 20 minutes into the game, we, uh, you know, you know we turned out the uh, almost perfect performance, if not the perfect performance. Uh, say, first time I played on grass, it would have been a month uh, to the day, I think, if we hadn't played that game. We'd have gone into Dillington probably a month for five weeks, sort of that, playing on grass. So, yeah, we needed the fixture to go ahead, and more importantly, you know, we're quite pleased that we got the result we deserved.
2: Now, um... A brace of goals from um, a young man that we all know and love in this town, Rhys Lewis.
3: Yeah, Rhys, yeah, he popped up with the first couple, uh, kind of calmed the nerves down a little bit, especially his first strike. Uh, But that's what you get from Rhys, he's always Mr. Reliable, you know, he always does a nice, steady job in there. Um, You know, and obviously, as a football club, we're pleased to have him on board with us this year because, you know, he does uh, calm the lads down when things get a little bit airy, you know, he has got that calming influence. and uh, and yeah, he's a massive, important player for
2: us. Your man of the match was somebody who I up know absolutely nothing about. So can you um, elaborate and help me a little bit?
3: Yeah, Dom. I mean, he's, uh, he came on the recommendation of uh, Craig Bridge, one of our players. Um, he hadn't played Saturday football for a while, um, but obviously we took one look to, at him. I think his first game was um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I wasn't there on the day, but obviously Luke uh, gave me a full report of him, saying uh, pretty much how much he uh, settled into the side and obviously played well. Um, and he got man of the match on Saturday. Uh, scored a good goal. Um, never looked in danger. And uh, you know, he turned in a man of the match performance. So uh, you know, he's a good addition to the squad. Tom,
2: um, your weekend started on Friday night, really, didn't it? With uh, your friends up at Retford doing you one heck of a favour.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, um, I was hoping to go down to the fixture but uh, I got myself double booked, so um I think Luke went down. Um but yeah, it was a great result for us. Uh, you know, a draw or a Retford win was obviously the two results we would have wanted, obviously. Um and uh, retford has gone and done us a massive favour and took three more points off our which uh, obviously wouldn't have meant nothing if we hadn't have got the result Saturday but uh, yeah, it, it, it was a massive boost to us before we went into the game on Saturday.
2: The Central Midlands have done the correct thing and given you the three points for the Asken game. I think probably Askham was point blank refusing to travel back down to Newark, so that probably helped, of course. But yeah, they all, did, all yeah, that means—funny
3: uh, uh, tweet to be fair, saying that they didn't want to come back and go through that again. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair
2: play to them. All that means is you're nine points clear of Dinnington, who have three matches in hand over you um the next league match is dinnington against newark town i got a little bit carried away right at the start of the show by saying not quite winner takes all but if the blues come out on top it must be time to put the champagne on ice but then i said i don't suppose you would agree for one minute yeah
3: 110 right mate I, don't agree <laughs> for one minute. Um, I certainly don't put any champagne on ice until it's mathematically possible that no one can catch us um yeah but it seemed a good headline Yeah, we are in a good position. And obviously, uh, we're going to go into Saturday's game. It's a big game for us. Um, Not that I can remember. I don't think we've ever been sat at the top of the league at Christmas since my time involvement. We've been close. Uh, But I think this will be... The first year we'll probably be sat top at Christmas, which is a great place to be. Um, But every game that we're going to be playing now, never mind this one Saturday, this is a big one Saturday, but... uh, You know, if we go on and win that on Saturday, which, uh, you know, we've got everything or every capability of doing so, um, you know, we go into the rest of the season and every game we get closer towards the end of the season becomes bigger and bigger, you know, because obviously it's sat there at the top of the league to be shot at. So, So
2: that brings brings the final question, really, is you've got a not-senior-cup match on Wednesday night against what is likely to be a physical Orsworth side the priorities must lie with Saturday what are you thinking?
3: Um, Well we've obviously um, we've already sent the uh, sort of relative text out to players on their availabilities and and, uh, most of them are available for both fixtures, Uh, there's one or two that can't make Wednesday Which probably one or two players aren't available. Wednesday might be a good thing. Obviously, keep some fresh for Saturday. Um, But probably one or two niggles within one or two players. Only minor, nothing major. Uh, If that be the case, and obviously we'll probably be giving uh, some game time to one or two other players. Um, You know, as much as I respect the Notch Cup, do not get me wrong. um, As a manager, I've always been about the league. but having said that you know uh, I do bear a grudge especially in the professional level when you see so-called big teams belittle the FA Cup by putting weakened signs out that certainly won't be the case well we you know we', we 110 percent going out to win that game on Wednesday night um but we'll probably be looking after one or two little niggles we've got one
2: of the worst team one of the worst teams for that and the ones that've had the most embarrassing of Ooh. course is your professional favorites.
3: Well, yeah, you know, um, I can remember sat at Forest when they got beat 5 Um and uh, meant have been saving themselves for the Man City game the mm. week after and then they got beat 6 nil on that, so it didn't work, did it? No, so the
2: um, great thing about we'll worry about the next game after this game.
3: Well, yeah, you, you know, I'll be uh, well, pretty much talking to Luke after I've been on the uh, phone to you guys and uh, we'll be finalising the squad for Wednesday night and uh, we'll be putting a team out that has uh, be more than capable of winning that game on Wednesday night and then we get through that and uh, then we'll be looking towards obviously Saturday but uh, yeah Saturday's a big game for us but we've got a big game on Wednesday night as well I'm not going to belittle Notch Cup because you know it's a fantastic competition and uh, 110% we'll be going out there to win that game as well
2: so well past 7 start um,
3: the at off, yeah. the
2: sports that's 15 minutes before um, it, it normally kicks off so get yourself down there uh, early, give town some support and make sure all those players are fit for Saturday because this is probably the biggest game that Newarktown's Towns had in an awful long time. Dinington away, it sounds it sounds a crazy thing to say, but it is. Come out of that because yeah, your goal difference is far superior to Dinington. Uh,
3: plus thirty, I think. Yeah, superior, so that that's
2: in your favour. You just haven't got to get beat. Simple as that.
3: No. That, you mean- don't get me wrong, Mick, you know, we, we, we totally respect uh, Dillington for what they've done this year. State was pretty much in the same respect as what it was last year. They was down the wrong end of the table. Um, and they've obviously done fantastically. I mean, I think they've only three in the league. So, you know, we know they're going to be tough to break down. But, uh, you, know, with, you know, with lads like Braithwaite and, uh, you know... Everybody else has got some sign Rhys, you know, it's it can be a tough game,
2: but we we're quite confident going into it. Good stuff, Tony. It goes without saying we all wish you the best of luck both Wednesday and Saturday. By the time I talk to you next Monday night it'll be fantastic to talk about two victories.
3: Much appreciated. Thank you very
2: much. See you soon, mate. Bye. 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 And uh, it will be absolutely fantastic to talk about two victories, but that Dinnington game away at the weekend is is so, so important for newark town right um we're gonna see if we can get of joseph next um because he's a young man who's best christmas present i come i think came yesterday but he's gonna tell us all about that we're not here tomorrow night i am missing again um dri- driving duties as they say but it is the last one um so we are missing tomorrow night our last guest of 2019 is regarded by most people all people that know anything about grassroots football is one of the best administrators in the game and it's the person that flows turned to when they reach step five football to negotiate the minefield that is step five football that's of course kp himself kevin pressland he's coming in to the studio um we're struggling to get hold of joseph firstly of course it is the football show you know what that's all about don't you you know what that's all about is we just talk we just talk football because that's what uh, people seem to think that we're good at we're struggling to get hold of joseph if you're listening mate give us a yell there you go a this is where we find out tony's dialed the wrong phone joseph. number it is joseph
1: hey, yeah mate thank, thank you very much
2: joseph are you there yes yeah. Joseph, lovely, thank you. A bit of a trouble getting a hold of you there, but we've got you in the end, and that's the main thing. I've been telling everybody that um, probably the best Christmas present that you can have arrived yeah. at the mini league because Joseph Monk was back where Joseph Monk belongs, right at the top of the tree. Joseph, congratulations first of all from everybody in Newell because we've all been with you this last best part of what a year, two years that. You know everything has really gone wrong but you've battled through you, you this is what makes you so special mate you've battled through you've not given up and the good times are back talk us through sunday morning
4: um, so i wasn't really expecting to win really because there was only two boys who was in front of me and i was just expecting to come third like i usually do but <laughs> i was very surprised to come first
2: how did the race go? I mean, when 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 did it it come to you?
4: So, started off the race like, as in third, and this was usually the point where they'd go off ahead and probably win the race or whatever. And they didn't really they didn't go off ahead, so I just kept with them and then kept with and then on the second lap, uh, I just overtook them and then kept the leading the second lap.
2: And you and you fending them off. And uh, the question, the thing I really want to know, Joseph, is what was Mum like at the end?
4: Yeah, Mum was very happy. But I think Dad was probably the happiest because he's been watching it all through, and he's very, very
2: happy. And now you've got cross country season to come, just after Christmas, with all the big races are back, and Joseph yeah. Monk in form. Just back at the right time. I should think you can't wait for Christmas to come and go, can you? Yeah,
4: there's lots of races in January and February, so very exciting to do all
2: the races. And we're going to keep our eye on you, of course, and we're going to be in the studio at some time as well, Joseph. We're so so pleased for you. It's a wonderful start to Christmas to see that you, and of course, another great friend of this show, Amelia Crispin, because both yeah. of you. One yeah. and that's a great day for new york athletic club as well
4: yeah very well done from amelia to come first in her race as well
2: so fantastic joseph thank you so much for talking to us And as i keep thank saying you. we're so pleased for you
4: thank you
2: thanks joseph bye 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 and you know tony we've followed the young man he's been in here a couple of times i mean i think one of the bravest people ever to come into this studio hmm. it is a what 11 11 year old who suddenly, through injuries and illness, couldn't win a race anymore. Yeah. And he came up here and, as you would say, fronted
1: it up to us, didn't he? Oh, yeah, very much so. I mean, th- th- that was the most impressive thing about the young man. I mean, for a start, he talks it talks like a 21-year-old. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's got... Um, he's, he's basically got the determination that, that that marks out winners. You know, and it's determination that, that's done that, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, be- because he, he he didn't have things going in his favour, by any means, but like you say, he fronted it up, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's you could see why he's going to be successful in life, because he's just got the right attitude,
2: and that's all you need. And another young man, which I know is one of your favourites, and he's one of my favourites as, as, um, as well, is Josh Burkett. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> uh, Josh was our studio guest... Um, a couple of weeks ago, mm. uh, and the podcast is there, it's up, it's loaded, and I implore you to listen to it, because Josh talked mental health with us, Yeah. and he talked to mental health in sport, and this is a 15-year-old talking, and <laughs> <laughs> unbelievably, <laughs> this was a 15-year-old talking, and I do know he's been in today to do another podcast, mm. of which will be up very soon, I, I hope, um on that subject with our with our experts if you like uh i'm intrigued to see what he's got to say but i had a quick chat with matt afterwards who was sort of overseeing the whole thing and matt was absolutely gone with him he says 15 no way
1: yeah it's it's a very very impressive young man and um he speaks so confidently and so well that it's just um you know it's it's always a pleasure to meet the guy you know, and it's uh, just, just one of one of life's good Bless him.
2: So three young stars already tonight: Joseph, Amelia, and mm, and, mm. and and Josh. Welcome to do a pride of Newark. <laughs> now, there's an idea. We are truly blessed with our youngsters in this town. We we most we most certainly are. Anyway, so coming up next, somebody who's still relatively young compared to me and you (laughs) (laughs) they all are they all are greg roach (laughs) (laughs) on the plus side craig could at least go out with the family doing the christmas shopping on the minus side it's yet another night match for Flowserve to pull in seem to be booked almost every tuesday between now and about next march craig it's getting to the silly stage good evening
5: good evening mate yeah Yeah.
2: um uh, i mean they're throwing everything at you now can't they i mean even when the ground is fit
5: yeah, yeah. I just think to myself on Saturday, think, "Gosh, just our luck." The uh, chances of that happening it's incredible, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, so it was one of the things I had to double check because I always pessimistic about things like this, and uh, yeah, I checked on Western Power and it was genuine. So I have to let them off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I shan't ask you for what your reaction was when K- when KP sort of sent you a message saying, "Oh, by, <coughs> by the way, the game's off."
5: Yeah, yeah obviously it's instant frustration and a bit of disbelief, but. Well, I checked it out, and obviously it's uh, <laughs> just one of those things, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, I have to take it on the chin, but like you say, it's just frustrating. It's been, uh, been ongoing now for a few weeks. A number of, number of games called off for one reason or another.
2: On the plus side, it it, it is giving them a sort of a rest, isn't it? A week between, ga- you know, it's not two games yeah. a week, every single week. It's <laughs> not the f- weekdays that you're having a rest, it's the Saturday you're having the rest. But at least they are... Having a little bit of a rest, and I know it's going to catch up eventually. But on the plus side, it probably does help.
5: Yeah, to be honest, it doesn't don't bother me. Um, like I said, we're still not too congested, congested fixture wise. You know, we've had a few lads that have been carrying knocks, um, so we're actually getting lads back to full fitness again. A few lads come back from from long term injuries, so we're actually getting in a strong position now. And uh, obviously, we have some big games to come. That's going to stand us in good stead.
2: The first big game being tomorrow night in the Knotts Cup. We just had a chat to Tony Joyce, and Tony says, you know, even though Newark Town's got their mm. their defining match on season um, for the season on Saturday at Dinnington, Mm. he's still treating the Knotts Cup with total and absolute respect. And the 11 Mm. best available players will play in that match. And then after that, you figure out who's available for the weekend. You've got a massive match coming up on Saturday as well against Mm. um, a team... Above you in the table, um, yep. and it's getting to the stage where the point to prove because folks they need to start beating these teams right at the top of the table as um, as well. How are you treating tomorrow night?
5: I Absolutely agree with Tony. Um, like I say it's difficult because you, you can't look forward, but uh, you know, not the Knox Cup is, is a prestigious competition, and we want to do well in it. Obviously, there's local pride at stake there. see um, for us, it's. it's Potential banana skin, you know, for, for West Bridgford. It's in you know, a no, no lose situation. If if they win, it's fantastic. If we lose, and it, it's a nightmare for us. Um, but, um yeah, so we'll, we'll approach it with a with a with a full squad tomorrow. Um, go out as strong as we can. Um, you know, it's really important to keep that winning mentality as well. Everyone's fighting for shirts, so it's important to, to got them that they keep hold of them. And obviously, like you say, going into Saturday, um, you know we'll, we'll turn our attention to that after we've finished business tomorrow night. And uh, like you say, it's a massive game and we've got to start beating them teams in as round at the top. Calcero another team that's that are bang banging form on the great season so far, so it's a massive test coming to us on Saturday.
2: It was interesting last Monday, because I don't think you told me the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um when I turned up on Tuesday night I was not expecting to see one Mr Lawrence Gorman actually play in a match
5: No <laughs> well, I can't tell you too much I did tell you he was back in the squad <laughs> 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 But yeah it was a bit of a gamble to um, to chuck Lawrence straight in the starting line up so, um, you know we want to get him back in um, back in the squad as quickly as possible and there was no better way than just chuck him in at the deep end um, and see how we got on there was always one that was going to be better if we were struggling to take off Rather than somebody to bring on and affect the game later on. So, but yeah, I mean, it was it was outstanding, um, and it justified the decision at the end. And he you know, comfortably got through the, the 90 minutes. Said his legs were a bit stiff the next day, but um, yeah, I thought he thought he did excellence, considering he was out for such a long period.
2: Well, by the 90th minute, he was played on on a sponge. He, he did remarkable to get through without uh, going down with cramp. How difficult was the decision though, Craig? Because. Uh, um, your two centre asked what, what what while lawrence has been injured have been playing the hearts out was mm. it a question of well i'm sorry one of has got to go to the sideline or the decision that you did make which um one or two of us have said i wish they would try that because it may just work and i think it did
5: yeah we were pleased um it's something we've had in the minds for a while um but obviously we've never been able to do it because of Availability and injuries, etc. Um, yeah, they've done well. The lads, like you say, they've worked their hearts out at the back there, um, and they've come up against some very good strikers and some very good teams. Um, but unfortunately, over the last like four or five games, we've conceded too many goals. Uh, I think we conceded ten in three or four. So, we, something we were looking to shore up. Um, I mean, Lawrence back available. Uh, we felt that him and Mitch would complement each other very well, and um, and Tom has got all the attributes to do that. That holding job in front of him just giving that little bit of extra protection um, and we like what we saw um, last week so it's it's a promising sign moving
2: forwards it's, it, 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 it was excellent to see Lawrence playing again so it's half past seven kickoff, the same as Newark at the Sports Village on Wednesday you're half past seven at West mm-hmm. Bridgeford all support would be appreciated because it's going to be far from easy yeah
5: absolutely a tough night so we're looking forward
2: to it lovely Craig um, we'll talk to you again for one last time this year Next Monday night. Thank you. Thanks, Craig. Good night. Bye. And it is going to be far from easy. And remember, Mister Smith, who told you first where Tom Potts was going to be playing?
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, it was a revelation. I mean, Lawrence played played like Lawrence does, but but Potts in front there doing the shielding role. Absolutely brilliant. And when I told you, you looked at me gunner. No, I, I, I didn't. I I thought it was a good idea, but. Uh, you know, but with the way it came off it was just exceptional.
2: Right, talking about exceptional and an exceptional rugby result on Saturday. Yeah. Mister Warden was going to be in a good mood. Let's go, go see him. Go and go and do your bit, Mister Smith. um <laughs> All our podcasts We're still waiting for last week's podcast to go on, but I don't suppose uh, one would hope it's going to be imminent. Um, and uh, listen to our podcast; very popular. um Have a listen. This is if I press the right button. How they work. Radio Newark, the home of Newark Sport. Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. with Mick and Tony. Radio Newark, the home of Newark Sport. Missed one of our shows? Don't forget you can check out the podcasts and get the very latest sports news daily on our website at radionuwark.co.uk. And with perfect timing, we can go all the way to Callum Road and talk to Mr Rugby himself, Mr Rob Wardman. Rob, um, I'm going to change the record. What a fantastic weekend.
6: I'm just going down the list of uh, teams who are playing. I can only spot one losing team. But uh, no, the first team, 24 12 over at casuals, and um, I thought you would start with a question you know you you, 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 you come out where your facts make that it was our first league win since September, and it was and we played very well at, over at casuals a much needed win
2: the headlines at 7 o'clock was the best Saturday of the season so far for Newark Rugby Club with all three of their teams victorious the first team's first victory since the opening day saw yes. them leapfrog their opponents and move 10 points clear of the dreaded drop
6: well you football boys have to get some talk <laughs> of relegation in yeah <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you love it don't you you just love blood and gore <laughs> It
2: was, and it was a very, very important win in, in, almost every way, in the fact that it does move you away a little bit, gives you breathing no, space down there, and it gives, there, and it, the, gives the, it gives the, them the, the, the confidence the going into another very forever. winnable match.
6: We had a stuttering autumn with the, um, the, the water and the floods and the frost and the fog and uh, every other reason you, you've thought of, of cancelling games. Um, so, you know, we we've, it, it was a much-needed win, and it was good to see, um, uh, a couple of names to mention well three three names to mention Alex O'Dell, he's been playing at halfback all season he had another good game he scored our first try and Jonathan Webster, I think we mentioned him before, he's come back into the club, he's come back from Vancouver, he's scored two tries he's given us a bit of strength in the back row he's been playing regularly at number 8 he got two tries on Saturday and a new name, Hugo Callaway, he's a fly half who's come in from Nottingham University And he's got his first try in his second start on Saturday. Um, We scored early on. Uh, Alex O'Dell put us ahead. Casuals came back. And then we we sort of dominated the the middle period. Uh, And John Webster got two tries with um, Kellaway getting one as well. So a good win. And we we had on the bench Dave Garland was, uh, again, uh, uh, former captain. He he was on the bench to to give us a bit of... strength in depth, so, not, you know, an excellent win, 24-12.
2: He's a hell of a way to come from Vancouver to play for Newark.
6: Well, he's a Newark lad, he's Jonathan, <laughs> and he's come back. He's come back to Newark. Um, don't ask me why. Don't ask me. <laughs> so, but, no, he's Jonathan, Jonathan went, but he's a regular, uh, I think he was one, at one stage, he was Player of the Year, maybe, that's not a good question, but he was only Player of the Year, and it's he's, he's, he's very welcome to see him in the team. And he's, he also he always complains to me that I, I spell his first name wrong. Some weeks he's John, J-O-H-N, some weeks he's J-O-N, but this week he's Jonathan, because he scored two tries. So he <laughs> wanted Jonathan Jonathan Webster on the website. Excellent.
2: And the good news didn't stop there, did it?
6: No, I think the president from what I hear, the president uh, was buying a few drinks in the clubhouse afterwards over at, back at Newark, because the second team won, um, they've put back-to-back wins together, they beat, um, they, they also went over to casuals and won well and a, a name to look out for there is Jed Chappell who's a um, regular hooker, he, he's back from fitness back from injury, he, he started I think that was his first game back since injury so it's good to see him on the park and the third team, the good old third team they also put back to back wins, they beat Ashfield 60 points to 12 in the knots Cup um, so you know good on them and then um, if, if you want to go into the youth the only team that I think who lost of, of the sort of the main youth teams was the Colts they went down 14-12 Sunday morning to Kesteven but the other uh, youth teams under-16s they played Stanford Friday night they went down the A1 to Stanford Friday night and they won 38-12 the under-15s beat Ilkerson 47-12 and the, the under-14s who have a big squad they run two teams um... That the two under-14 teams also won, they beat Boston and Il- Ilkeston.
2: It's unusual for the Colts to um, not come out on top, isn't it? That was a shock. I did see that one. I thought, hmm, is that a misprint?
6: Um, well, they lost 14-12. They're a young team this year, perhaps they're not as strong as previous seasons, but even <coughs> so, they're, they're playing regularly.
4: Because it's on a two-year cycle, ball, isn't it? Ask.
2: Rob? Sorry? It's on a two-year cycle, isn't it, this they would be pretty much the same team again next season as this time. Yeah, around.
6: Yeah, I think we'd we'll be stronger next year because we're, we're, we're sort of a, yeah a younger team this year. Yeah, so, but um, I think looking down the um, the youth teams, you know, there's um, a lot of great work being done by all the coaches, um, and I think we'd we'll be str- also we've got a good under six. We got we're quite strong. Um, Sixteens, fifteen, and 14th, you know, To be fair to everybody, they're they working very hard and, and they've got good squads together.
2: Most certainly. You've got a game later on this week,
6: haven't you? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, it's the Vets v the Virgins. It's the annual uh, contest between the old and the young. Uh, it's usually uh, a, a bit of a night where one or two fathers appear and one or two sons appear and you know they've got all set too and it's 7:30 kick off and the referee is Jed Chappell who's he's also wanting, wanting to do some refereeing alongside his coaching and playing so Jed's Jed's taking charge of this annual uh, festive funster game yeah and then on Saturday we got our last league game before Christmas we're at home to Ashbourne and I won't. You're no guessing what the the, the lunch menu is on <laughs> the last Saturday before Christmas?
2: That'd be beef, I would have thought. Sorry? Beef? Right, okay. <laughs>
6: anyway, you've clearly not been invited, Michael.
2: No, I haven't been invited. Oh, well. I, scandalous, I've not been invited, I no. Think it's
6: roast turkey. Oh, you
2: see, and I love roast turkey. Well, there you go. Well, nobody's invited Radio New at Sport, so once again.
6: Roast turkey and all the trimmings. And then. Just to finish the uh, roundup of games on next on Boxing Day, the tradition another traditional Christmas game, um, the President's Fifteen, which has been put together this year by um, Matt Clark and David Shields. They will be taking on the uh, Club Fifteen, and uh, again, it's a it's a midday kick off, noon at Cullum Road. All welcome, and it's a it's another a- annual event, and uh, perhaps more social than rugby.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's a. It, it, it's one of those fun days, isn't it, yeah. to, be, to, to be Oh, no, there. I think, again, I, I think
6: it's something that we, we, we've kept going. Other clubs have lost them, but we we, we keep it going. I think people enjoy it. Um, and, and hopefully we, you know, we, we get a good game of social rugby going, yeah.
2: Ah, I think it's, it, it's all good fun. Rob, enjoy your roast turkey on Saturday. Think of me having my ham sandwiches. OK. But you enjoy your roast turkey, and we'll talk to you again next Monday night, and you can tell us about another
6: newark victory okay yum yum
2: thanks cheers. rob bye-bye. <laughs> cheers bye-bye <laughs> looks like it's ham sandwiches then yeah sounds like it and i know rob doesn't like to talk about other teams but um division three y- we said there was five points between the top six last week um there are now two points between the top <laughs> six Buxton on 26, Grimsby on 25, then Ashby, Mellish, Southwalt and Kesteven all on 24. Southwalt have two matches in hand over everybody else. And this weekend it is Southwalt v Kesteven. Mm. I think if you're going anywhere this Saturday, to be honest, that might be about the best call.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's it's always a good day out at Park Road, yeah. isn't it? It's two points
2: between the top sixers. thats what the league table's good. I mean, that is just mm. who knows what's going to happen <laughs> then, very quickly. Did you watch um, sports personality? No. Do you know who won? I did. I did see the uh, results. Right. Well, Doddy Weir won the um, uh, the Helen Rollerson Award, and good. that's absolutely good. Yeah. Stunning. And he, and he wore one of his traditional suits <laughs> yeah he did a wonderful wonderful speech yeah. john blackie won the coach of the year and he was absolutely gobsmacked that's dina russia smith's coach yeah, yeah. absolutely gobsmacked he didn't uh, i won't say he didn't like being put in the limelight but he was it was definitely fish out of water time for yeah, him yeah. um it it really was the england cricketers won the team of the year now i
1: mean, I'd have, well i had to give it to liverpool i must admit well there's the, the World Cup was special. The World Cup win was yeah. special. Yeah. And then they did absolutely
2: nothing in the ashes. Um, hmm. yeah, um, I don't, I, I don't know about that. I really but don't. But it, it was all geared up to win the World Cup. Yes, I know it was. I know it was. And you know what I think about that as well. Um, the... Fancy me saying I'd give it to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we need a couple of weeks <laughs> off. We really do. Yeah. Um, in a dark room. Okay, both of us would have liked Dean Rashid Smith to win
1: it. Both of us said that Ben Stokes would win it. Uh, well, I, I actually put Ben Stokes third, didn't I? Yes. Dean the second, mm-hmm. and uh, Raheem Sterling first. For yeah, we never got a look in. The, uh, you know, so sort of
2: um, it was Stokes,
1: Hamilton, and then Dean Rashid Smith. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton, I'm not sure about. Well, yeah, but...
2: If you're in that group that calls Formula One a sport, then he's the second best ever at that sport. There's only Schumacher in front of him, isn't he? It
1: is a very, very good driver, but he's uh, in a remarkable machine. Well, this is why I don't call it a sport. Mm.
2: I'm not saying I could sit in the car and do exactly oh, no. the same... No. but there's probably half a dozen drivers that could sit in the car and do exactly the same
1: Is a very very gifted young man if, if
2: somebody wants to have a conversation about um, Formula One we'll, do, we'll save it till the new year but it's a conversation I'd love to have with somebody um, <laughs> if I can find a Formula One fan out there we found American football fans can, can, can you do that on a Tuesday? And I'm still not convinced <laughs> American football is a sport either right um, <laughs> let's try and find uh, Mr Halfpenny because I've heard absolutely nothing from the hockey club over the weekend so um, let's just assume that uh, there is some hockey to talk about if there's not it's always nice to talk about Mr Halfpenny because we can talk railways (laughs) what (laughs) a press (laughs) that one OK let's find out if there was actually any hockey played at the weekend but before we do find that out we've got to go back to the previous weekend because our our hockey expert um, forgot one of the scores and I've made a note of this um, Talked to Paul about the previous weekend's Sunday match. Good evening, Mr. Halfpenny.
0: Good evening.
2: Um, we tended, we, we 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 sort of left one out last week, didn't we?
0: We did. Yeah, I had a mental block. Um, I'd actually seen the result when it when it happened on the Sunday, and then just totally forgot all about it. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, over thirty five ladies were uh, in the. I think I've, I'm not sure if it's the second round of the cup, but uh, in any case, they uh, they played Market Harborough. Um, a team who were in our first team league last year and absolutely wiped the floor with them 7-0 um, they could only muster 10 players I don't know how many players we got but there were subs on the side And um, the amazing Laura Harris action, acting as coach and um, I said is there any snippets Laura anything that needs mentioning and apparently um, Anne Crockett McLean turned up late swanned onto the pitch promptly scored a brace and came off again so there you go <laughs>
2: <laughs> a cameo appearance, then?
0: Uh, yeah, I think she carried on playing.
1: But,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it gives you something to torment her about. <laughs> so that's um, that's got last week over. Most mm, all the, all the league action has sort of halted for Christmas now. You're very you're very sociable, you hockey players. Um, but there was a cup game to talk about. Uh,
4: yeah, we'll go back to that
0: statement. I think at the end. But uh, yes, there was a, a <laughs> what the
2: sociable match. bit.
0: Um, well, regarding playing hockey, yeah, sort of this time of year. Okay. Um, yes, there was a a cup match, and, and we, we rather fancied a chance of beating Ashbourne. We've got a sco- squad of uh, 14, we, we'd, um, we played, um, Polly Richards, a young 14-year-old, over at Peterborough, she had a very good game, so we thought we'll keep her in the cup squad, and, um, introduced one of the new girls, Tracy Remington, um used to play for Beeston, uh, introduced her into the squad. Um, but I don't know what it was. Um, we, we just didn't sort of turn up first half. Um, I've seen some poor games this season, but my goodness, that first half was absolutely dire. It, it, was, it was awful. Um, the three goals that Ashbourne scored in the first half were... were well it was like watching the fourth team in in notts division 3 it was it was it was woeful um so we had a little chat at half time as as we probably needed to and we rallied second half we had balls played off the line there if you look at their stats in the league they've not conceded an awful lot of goals against some of the big teams and um you could see why a very good goalkeeper good defence we had a penalty save uh, numerous penalty corners Cleared cleared away after it looked like we were going to score um, Ellie Smith went one-on-one with the keeper I think twice the keeper got the better of her um, It was pretty much one-way traffic, second half But uh, we failed to score They failed to score another one And uh, the score remained 3-0 If we'd have um, started the game how we finished Then... Uh, it could have been a different story, but uh, at least we've played them now, we know what to expect, and of course we've got the rearranged game with Ashbourne ladies to come after Christmas on the 18th, so uh, fingers crossed for three points in that game and get a little bit of revenge on them.
2: Did they get what um, Alex Ferguson used to call the hairdryer treatment, or what we call just a placid half-time team talk from Sally?
3: Um,
0: not my style, Nick. Um, I, I don't think, certainly coaching ladies. I don't think you gain anything from shouting and screaming and pouring water over the heads. Um, I, I, I think it's um, it's um, one of those things that won't work. They just switch off and, and they won't play. <laughs>
2: We've have, got the giggles <laughs> here now. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you can have harsh words um, in a certain way, and, and yeah. they respond to it, and they they really did. But uh, not that I've ever poured water over anybody's
2: head. <laughs> We've just yeah. got visions of that, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've taken an army of water bottles with me and just give them a squirt every now and again.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, and that does conclude the hockey, then, for
4: 2019. It,
0: it, it does, but uh, can you remember a few weeks ago when we had points deducted? Hmm. Um, well, you noticed that Northampton Saints had points deducted for the same thing. Yes. They've had their points back. Ooh. I don't mind that, because it was a bit embarrassing, really, for us, having uh, three points deducted for them. But um, we're now at loggerheads once again with the league committee because they are insisting that we play the game against Ashbourne before Christmas. And how ridiculous is that?
2: So they're expecting you to play that game on a a ladies' match for both sets of players on the Saturday before what is the busiest time of the year for... Uh, um, our ladies. It's crazy. Uh,
0: and they they were sort of insisting, I had a phone call from the league wanting us to play the league match as, sorry, at the cup match as a league match as well. So you play two games in one. And I'm like no. that just makes a mockery of the whole thing. I'm sorry but we're not doing that. So now there's, there's <laughs> an abundance of nasty emails coming from the league committee to our secretary and it's just crazy. I've just sat here looking through the league's and noticed that there are numerous clubs from Premier Division all the way down to our league who haven't played the game and they won't be playing this week, I wouldn't have thought. No. Um, so, you know, if we get another three points deducted, I will be quite angry. Um, but if we get three points deducted, I would expect to see lots of other teams with points deducted. But yes. uh, we'll see what happens.
2: That's, that's, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It is, it's unbelievable i'm not gonna i'm i, I had me rant last time I'm, I'm gonna watch what i say this <laughs> time um you can rant as much as you want yes. Sam,
0: not to, I'm well,
2: afraid. <laughs> when you've gone i'll have me say um paul we'll catch up with you again next week if we may and do a an half-term review
0: um i'm not around i'm afraid
2: we won't do an half-term review That I means i've got to talk to tony smith
0: um, I'm, I'm in sunny norfolk by the sea so
2: um north yeah. norfolk railway then obviously
0: um nothing to do with railways this time no nothing to do with railways
2: where else would um, you go to norfolk
0: we- wedding <laughs> anniversary and and well it's it's actually norwich we're, we're going to norwich
2: okay okay well. not
0: to watch any football
2: either you can nip up nip nip up from um, nip nip up to Sheringham. and i'm come on i know the person that would love to
0: Um. I, I don't think we're going to get time, but um, it's, it's a nice thought, isn't
2: it? Have you done the North Norfolk?
0: We have, oh, oh yeah. well
2: that's fair enough then. If you've done it, you've done it.
0: <laughs> ne- next, next on the list is the uh, East
1: Lanks, I think.
2: Ah, right. Paul, have a wonderful wedding anniversary, Paul and Sally, um, absolutely, have a wonderful time. We won't see you then now until the New Year, so have a great Christmas as well, and uh, we'll catch up with you um, in the New Year when we can do the off-term review then.
0: And a happy Christmas to yourselves and all your listeners as
2: well. Thanks, Paul. We'll see you soon. Look after yourselves. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How can you just drop on and nobody else is playing? Say, you've got to play that game ball Christmas, when there's one Saturday left, and you're going to give both sets of ladies, and I mean, I'm assuming Ashbourne have got to travel to Newark, both sets of ladies five days notice that, by the way, if you was going to finish your Christmas shopping or start your Christmas shopping or do all your food shopping, you can't anymore because you've got to go and play hockey. When there's absolutely no need because the season finishes in March. It's just... um, It's ridiculous. A
1: lack of common sense, isn't
2: it? Yeah. People who who run these leagues, and I know I used to run it, but I I used to think I listened to what teams had to say and try and... Mm. Work with the teams because yeah, you are. It's not your league you're running; it's the team's league that yeah, you're yeah. administrating on their behalf. <coughs> so you shouldn't
1: dictate to them. You should work with them. If you work with them, you'll get them on your side. If you dictate to them, you've lost them. You've lost it, and 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 this I find
2: absolutely crazy. And and you know the the central Midlands aren't a lot better. The Midland Football League have the rules, and we understand what the rules are. You've got six weeks to rearrange the match, and if you can't, it goes to them. But they're dictatorial as well in in what they're doing and saying. I cannot understand why you can't work with the clubs. There's no reason at all that game has got to be played this weekend. None at all. Well, as you say,
1: for families all over, it's the busiest day of the year, isn't it? It is. So, you know you've got to as i say you've just got to use common sense sharon's that busy on saturday i'm struggling to keep out the way
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I, absolutely absolutely shocking going back to ben stokes i thought it was a um a cracking speech he did and he did mention that he'd had a pretty much of a rough time yeah um and his mum and his dad and more to the point, his, his wife had stood, had stood by him. It's just yeah. a pity the ECB didn't do the same. Um, yeah. stood, stood by, by him while, while he was innocent. And he is innocent, because that's what a court said.
1: I saw a list of um, the, the previous winners in the cricketing world, and it's a very uh, prestigious list is on. So, full credit to him. The last
2: cricketing winner was flintoff, flintoff yeah. and neil fairbrother oh i can remember playing for lancashire yeah you know yeah. he's about four foot six one day yeah, yeah neil fairbrother playing for lancashire he was flintoff's agent and now is ben stoke's agent really it's a glump of punishment isn't it? yeah, uh, he can you imagine having to manage them too he's got his
1: work out there hasn't he <laughs> i mean ben stokes <laughs> didn't make a point <laughs> of saying that but think. talk about earning um, your money i think it's good for cricket That Stokes won it. Because um, it's a sport that um, doesn't get to make the headlines all that often. And what he did in the summer was quite remarkable. He
2: won the moment of the year as well. Yeah. Which was his last four in the test match innings. Yeah. uh, But
1: but, but I mean, like, sort of, in his one-day games, I mean, brilliant. But when he put on that stand with Jack Leach, it was just... mm -hmm. Incredible! It is one of the best sporting moments I've ever witnessed. I was glued yeah. to the radio. It's, it's called proper cricket.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not here tomorrow night. We're having a night off, um, <laughs> but we are back Wednesday night. And um, but if you want to go down and watch town on Wednesday night, remember it's an half past seven start. Get yourself down there. Coming up now on um, FM is AD Crampton and his look at the seventies. Still without Susie Quattro, we've got to put that right else. It's not a '70s show, and on DAB, the wonderful Mr. Andrew Janin. But for us two, Herberts, no, no.